Not yet. We're definitely good. Yeah, we're good. All right. Welcome to another episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I'm your host, Dar Whitman, and here with me is my co-host. I'm Kaylin Clother. How are you, Kaylin? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. It's been a while it's since we've done one of these. been a while. How was your summer? Uh, it was pretty good, actually. Was I, it a, I had a swell time. Was it a swell time? Was it eventful or? Went on vacation, did some stuff, saw some Didn't people. Didn't you go see, like, national parks? I did. I saw a national park. It was really... Oh, I thought neat. you went... Like, I was, like... I thought you went to the thing where, like, you traveled a bunch of national parks, but then I'm like, aren't they, like, far apart? No, we went to, like, a couple... Like, a handful of states, but only one national park was there. Oh, you said it was, like, not Route 66. That's a bunch of states. No. No. I don't even know what the main highway was, but it was fun. We had a good time. Road trip. It was a road trip. It was out west. I just went to the beach for my vacation, but I had a weird summer with, like, job switching. Yeah. But that, it, it still seemed, like, fun, though, when yeah. you told me about it. No, I had a fun, no, I worked at a summer camp as a videographer, so I had fun. Yeah. But that job ended. And now, you're jealous. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody's looking to hire... A video editor or a videographer or a podcaster or whatever. Yeah. Or a YouTube producer. Just like, help out with that. Yeah. Our Whitman is available. Call her. Call, email us, and I will give you my personal email. Shameless, uh, shameless self-promotion there. But we need jobs. We, yep, that's what we do. Well, you have a job. I have a, I'm, yeah, I have a job. But just in general, everybody needs jobs. Yes. All right, guys. So uh, we're still watching Orphan Black. Mm-hmm. And we're on this, the final season. I know. What's season up with that? Five. That's crazy. It's been like, so we're about to go on a crazy ride to, to conclude all of this. Yeah. Because like we, uh, I think I mentioned this, but um, this show wasn't like canceled so that they, like it wasn't canceled at the last minute or anything. Right. Like they knew, like uh, the creators, John Fawcett and uh, Graham Mason like knew that this was their, like this is probably going to be their ending point. Right. So we do get an ending, which is always nice. That's good. That's always exciting. I always love when shows are able to just, you know, do what they want to do and then they peace out and they don't have to worry about going on for longer than they need to or they don't mm-hmm. have to worry about getting canceled before they can do what they want to do. I so. like that or like I like it when like the creators like here's our plan for the show. It may or may not change a bit, but like here's what our plan is. Yeah, because I think with any, any story um, – you're always going to end up somewhere where you weren't expecting it, even if you have everything planned out. But uh, so sometimes, you know, plus or minus a season, you're like, all right. But uh, it's always nice that we can watch shows where that have planned endings, except for the time we didn't. So what time didn't we? Oh, Firefly. Yeah, Firefly, our very first um, review. Well, the movie kind of concluded some stuff. Sort of. But uh, we could go. I can go in a whole thing about that. But uh, anyway, that review is still up. So if you guys go into like the very early stages of our channel. When the one we didn't sound very good. That's all right. We've gotten better. Yeah, so we, is the nature. We'll get better time. as time goes on and we work on some stuff. Yeah, so that means get in now so you can say, like, I knew them when they sucked. And you're going to like you're gonna feel really good about yourself. So. Or just say that we suck. Anyway, Orphan, <laughs> Orphan Black. Yes. Uh, so the titles for this episode are quotes from the poem Protest by Ella Wheeler Wilcox, which I yes. sent you a recording of, didn't I? You sent the other day. You actually sent me a recording of this. She's just like, you're just like, have you heard of this? Listen to it and don't read anything up on it. And I was like, I have a feeling this is going to be the episode titles of the last season of Wolf of Black. And I was right, and I didn't even look into it. So you didn't. Uh, that was a good recording, though. Me. It was good. Yeah, Amanda Palmer did it, and she was Amanda fucking cool. Palmer. Yeah, yeah, her. Yeah. Uh, just so, I want to talk about Ella Wheeler Wilcox for a bit, for just for a second. She's in a was because she's you know dead mm-hmm. american author and poet 
poems include passion and solitude, and uh, some of them contain the lines, laugh and the world laughs with you, weep, and you weep alone. Word. Yeah, and uh, I I know I could probably find that poem. I don't feel like reading it on camera. On, on camera, we're not on camera. And recording, because right. it'll take a long time. Yeah. But um, I know where I can find the recording that uh, Amanda fucking Palmer read, and mm-hmm. I will link it in the description if you want to listen to it. Yeah. It's actually a really good recording, and it's a nice poem. Yeah, it's really neat. It's basically about, like, how you you need to, like, you should, like, speak up if, you, if you're, like, against something. Yeah, I think I saw that in the thing that you sent me with, uh, in regards to women's suffrage, so I'm like... Yeah, I think it was, like, written around that time. Yeah. So, hooray! Yeah. And, you know, you gotta... Votes for women. You gotta fight for what you want, which I feel like this is what this happens gonna happen in the season, because... You have to fight. For your right to party. Kaylin, this is serious. I'm sorry. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of things did happen. I mean, I wouldn't say, I mean, a lot of stuff happened, but it's like, you know, like, it wasn't, like, super depressing. Like, it was a lot of positive and, like, you know, kind of light. A lot of stuff happened, right? Sure. Nothing bone crushing happened. Oh, oh, that was bad. That was so bad. I've been working on that. That was terrible. I've been working on that for like a week. You've been planning on that one? Oh, my God. waiting for that exact moment? Yes. All right. Okay. That was fun. Whatever. All right. But before we get to that, let's talk about the uh, season five, episode one, The Few Who Dare. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So if you guys remember at the end of season four, uh, we were all a bit fucked. A little bit. Uh. Helena and Allison were in a national park hiding mm-hmm. out. Yep. Sarah was on the island of Dr. Moreau, mm-hmm. injured and alone, and people were trying to find her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kasima is also on the island, but she's in a different, she's in like a village, which we realize is called Revival. Yes. And is, she's fucked, definitely. I would say so. Yeah. She's in a bad, in a bad way. Uh, Felix is okay. Mm-hmm. Kira misses us or not. Because they've been kidnapped. Right. Rachel's crazy. Oh, yeah. And I think that's about, that's where we were. Mm-hmm. So where should we start? Let's start actually with, um, let's go with Allison and Helena. Because, like, their stuff's important, but, like, it's kind of, like, you know. So they're still in the National Park. Yeah. And they keep getting calls from Felix. Because, like, basically, like, we don't really want to involve them mainly because, you know, Helena's about, I don't know how pregnant she is. Mm-hmm. Because, like, she looked, like, very pregnant, but then I also remember she has twins. Yeah. So that kind of... I would have said, like, maybe six months. Yeah. That makes sense. Six or, six or seven. She looks about, like, eight. But, like, yeah. if you count twins, mm-hmm. probably, like, double that. Yeah. So we're so let's say, like, I'm say six, six and a half months. Yeah, okay. We, we know things about people having babies. Yeah, because we've had them before, right? Yep, we've had so many babies. Yep, that's us. <laughs> it's, like in, it's like in the olden days when you just had a bunch of babies. Yep. Because that's all women are good for. My uterus is available for rent. <laughs> that's like surrogacy. So there you go. <laughs> that may, that's a good way to make money, actually, if you think about it. That's yeah. an excellent way to make money. Yeah, sure. Come if, on. You're, if you're into that sort of thing. I mean, I don't, I'm not against it. All right. Are we going to have a debate on this now or no? No, no. It's like, you know, if you want to do it, that's a, it's a wonderful thing to do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if you're just not, like, if you're, like, not into your body getting kind of fucked up like that, then don't do it. If you're okay with that. Yeah. I'm, I think it's a lovely thing to do, and you can make some money. Right. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Uh, so then, so they're still hiding out, but Allison is, like, for, like wants to help. So they're just like, we're going to go, because Helena's hunting for food. Yeah. Uh, trapping. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, neo are looking out, like, trying to find them, because we should probably also mention 
uh, Art for a bit, your boy. My boy. Your boy's a bit fucked as well. Yeah, he's in a, he's in a bad situation. So he gets a new partner named uh, Maddie Enger. Mm-hmm. And uh, how do you feel about Detective Enger? Oh, she's tall. She is tall. Mm-hmm. She's uh, a tall lady. Yeah, but um, do you trust her? Do you like no, her? No, I don't, I don't trust anyone. We have gone over this before where the number of people I trust is uh, mm, zero. But you still trust Art. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, but that's different. I feel like he might do something bad, but, like, you understand, because, like, she's, like, spoiler, anger is, like, full Neo. Yeah. And it's, like, basically saying, like, no, you're going to help us, because we know where your daughter is. Right. And you're just, like, no. Exactly. So times like this, you miss Angela DeAngelis, don't you? <laughs> Weirdly, you're, like, yeah, she wasn't, like, she was meddlesome, but she wasn't, like, that bad. I kind of was, like, trying to think for a long time, like, okay, like, do I like her anger better than DeAngelis? Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, cause then, cause it was kind of like, at least like, cause like D'Angelo's was kind of a bitch. Yeah. But like, Anger's kind of like, here's what I am. And like, we're just going to accept that. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking like with D'Angelo, she, she was just like, kind of like art. She just wanted to know what was happening. She right. She wasn't really a bad person. She was a detective. I mean, she wanted to get and, like, to the bottom of the And like, the thing, thing with Anger is that like, usually like when you work with like Neo, like there's like a reason behind it. Like some, they have something on you. Mm-hmm. And it feels like there's like, they don't have anything on Anger. She's just doing this. Right. So fuck her. Uh-huh. Yeah, true. But anyway, uh, so while Donnie and Helene are like doing whistle things at each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. They have like those bird calls. Wait, let me see if I can do it again. Okay. I know how to do like these like, bird calls. I can sort of do it. Hold on. Let me I can't again. whistle, so. It's different than whistling because I can't whistle either, but it's like a, how you put your hands. All right. You go like this and then you go like that and you go like. Sort of got it. All right. I don't think I got it. Anyway. That's it. That'll be fun to edit. That'll be fun. Yeah. I, did. I wonder how much that's going to look. But anyway, it's like the Neos kind of come and uh, they, I think they want, they want Helena more than they want Allison. Because mm-hmm. like, while we do love Allison, Helena's got some magic babies in her. Oh, magic babies. Yeah. So we need her. And then they, so as like her, so Donnie trying to get a hold of Helena Mm-hmm. And she, Helena, kind of sees like people are coming, so we're like, "Oh no!" Yeah. And they're just like, and then meanwhile they uh, corner Allison and they kidnap her, and Donnie just kind of runs. He's like, "Oh snap!" He's like, "I should," but also no. Okay, bye. And then he like, really drags his rolling suitcase through the woods, which was hilarious. <laughs> it's kind of conflicting because you're like, should you go and like try to fight these guys off? Who, by the way, are probably professional right. like henchmen uh-huh. and have weapons, mm-hmm. which you don't. Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't know, like, I mean, you probably don't know if they're going to hurt your wife, but then also you got to worry about a pregnant Helena. Yeah. So it's a really conflicting thing. Right. I don't, do you think Donnie did the right thing or you're just like. I, begrudgingly, I do think he did the right thing. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have been able to help that situation at all. They would have gotten him and then they probably would have, like, put him in, like, some kind of jail thing and then that would have been the bait for Allison to do a bunch of stuff. Right. And, like, we kind of need, I I want, I don't want Donnie to be, like, a pawn anymore. I want him to, like. Yeah, stand up. Go all gung-ho. Punch somebody in the face. Yeah, he did, actually. He did. We'll get to that point. So he's running because it's back to his car, which they have. Mm-hmm. And somebody else comes up to him, and they got a gun, and he's, like, freaking out. And then Helena just kind of, like, jumps on the guy and chokes him. Huh. This six-and-a-half-month pregnant woman with twins. Yeah. Just, like. Yeah, I mean, he, that's fine, right? No, like, you can't really, like, hurt yourself anyway doing that, right? right? I don't even know how you could do right. that with, like, that weight. Yeah, she's just like so that's how I don't skilled know. she is. I don't know like how heavy it is to like carry a baby uh-huh. like in your stomach. I feel like it's like a little bit more weight than normal though. Mm-hmm. Especially two babies. So I don't know. 
Anyway, so then they get, and then Donnie punches the guy out, and we're like, hooray! Except not, because there's a stick in Helena's stomach Mm -hmm. near where the babies are, and it's, like, bleeding, so not good. Yeah, that's bad. That's very bad. Don't, yeah, don't puncture a uterus. I remember watching that, and I'm just like, oh, no! I was like, oh, yikes, that was... No, not the babies! And, And this show is not above killing babies. We've seen this yeah, before. Yeah, but like those were like babies. babies that we didn't really know. I know exactly. These are so Helena's sad. babies. I know. That's what makes it worse. Oh no! <laughs> so then Donnie's like, got to take her to the hospital, and then that's where we end that bit for now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I want to talk about next. I mean, we could probably bring up Sarah, except for like a bit because she doesn't do that. She doesn't do a ton. Yeah, she's just kind of like injured and roaming. She's injured and like roaming around the forest. She does get attacked by somebody. A Sasquatch. It's not Sasquatch isn't real. It's a Sasquatch. Sasquatch isn't real. Sasquatch 2020. He has my vote. Sasquatch isn't real. Also, he'd probably be dumber than Trump. So like, you know. No, he's going to take all our problems and make them disappear like any good cryptid does. Duh. Anyway, um, Sasquatch 2020, uh, obviously VP. VP was going to be Nessie, but uh, Nessie was born in Scotland, so technically yeah. Nessie can't run for an, for a higher also, office Ness- like that. I don't that. think Nessie's real either. I should stop talking. I should stop talking because people are going to get mad at me. I know. They're going to get very mad at you. I just like, guys, like, can we just like accept that like some stuff isn't real? Every- everything's real if only- you believe hard enough. The only thing that I truly believe is real are the Muppets. A word? Well, the Muppets are real. Come on. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Fair. Fair. I concede momentarily. <laughs> you concede to the Muppets. Kermit's yeah. real. Yeah. Hey-ho. Kermit's right here. You, that that was not good. I know. <laughs> I can't okay. do it either, so. Um, I'm going to cut that out later. Okay. So Sarah's in, again, she's injured her leg. She got, if you remember, she got stabbed in the leg. And uh, she's like have trying to find all her supplies. I think it's, if, 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 I don't know why I found it weird that she had a tampon on her. Because she travels smart. I get, yeah, I mean, but like constantly? Like, so, I don't carry that stuff around constantly. You just so like, people do. All right, whatever. Anyway, but she uses that as like, you know, sucking up the blood, which is good. Mm-hmm. And she's still just kind of roaming around, gets attacked by not Sasquatch. I mean, it's probably something though. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she tries to get to this like boathouse to get a boat, but all of the people in the revival of the island, which we'll talk, to, talk about in a second. Yeah knows that she's out there and they want to get her. Right. So they're kind of like blocking the boathouse. So she's like, all right, I'm going to go to this pl- other place. Mm-hmm. Uh, by, the, like, by the way, like that cannot be good for your leg. Yeah. Like that much walking, that much falling. No, it's not good. And like all the dirt. Getting in all the, yeah, you're going to get an infection. Oh, my God. So there's that. Mm-hmm. And then she falls sometimes and then she gets to revival. But we'll talk about that uh, in a second. Because uh, that brings us back to Cosima, mm-hmm. who is um, actually, I might not want to talk about Cosima real quick. Because mm-hmm. we got to talk about what, um, I would, let's let's talk for a second about uh, like what Felix and Art and the other people are up to. We don't actually miss us in Kira this episode. We see Kira in like dream sequences. Yeah, like weird visions. Yeah. But uh, Felix is okay. He's with Ira, and uh, Sarah's phone, which only has, like, 2% battery left. She calls him real quick, just tells him. By the way, how do they get such good reception out there? Don't worry about it. All right, whatever. That's fine. Don't worry about it. And um, so so Felix is trying to figure that out. Meanwhile, Art's, like, with his bitch of a partner. Yeah. And then, But Felix goes back to uh, Scott and other comic book guy who they might still don't know. I'm sorry. Yeah, whatever his weird name is 
Yep, and uh, they're trying to get stuff out of Ira about like where the stuff on the island is because like it's kind of blurry and it's hard to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And they want Ira to pick a side already. Yeah. Uh, also, we learned that uh, if you remember, also Susan Duncan got stabbed a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But uh, according to uh, some uh, this character Mud, who we'll talk about in a second, uh, she might she'll probably be okay. Yeah, which was weird. It's like yeah, she'll be fine. You're like, oh, okay. And they're trying to also Scott and Felix, and they're trying to reach out to MK. Mm-hmm. And um, Felix also meets a new lackey of Rachel, Mister Fontis. Yeah, whatever his deal is. Yes. Which we'll find out. It's, I think he might just be a henchman. Yeah, but like really nicely dressed. I like that. He's very nicely dressed. He is. There's, there's a lot of nicely dressed stuff. Anyway, Cosima and Rachel, because they're kind of in the same place, and this is kind of like probably the crux of what the season's going to be about. Mm-hmm. So we're on this island called Revival, which uh, Kaylin thinks is a tad culty. A little bit. A little bit, just like it's a it's a wee bit cultish. A wee bit. A wee bit cultish. I mean, we're calling it. Jonestown for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I might call back to Revival, actually, to stick to what it's called. But it's not, like, religious culty. It's science culty. But, like, still acts in a religious culty All way. we're saying is that even if you're science or religious side, you're all crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, anyway, Kasim is, like, waking up and uh, feeling a bit better. And just kind of wondering, like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And uh, they lock her in her cabin. That's suspicious. Yeah, like it's like, oh, this place is fine, but you can't leave. But then she and then she don't gets, leave. She gets her backpack because she's concerned about something, and her cure's gone. Mm-hmm. But uh, she finds a note saying, "Whatever happens, follow my lead." Mm-hmm. So you're like thinking, okay, probably like Delphine's helping out, right? Hopefully, like she's on her side and all that. But uh, Delphine's here, and she's uh, like a doctor on the island. Yeah, she works at a clinic. Because you know you probably would just because. And, uh, so that's a thing. Uh, she meets, an, uh, Delphine, like, talks to this little girl named Naisha, who's, uh, arrived here with, with her mother. From Afghanistan. Yes. And they want to drink, fr- they want the, they came for the fountain. For the fountain. Ooh, okay. All right. But, uh, yeah. let's talk about when Kasima meets Mud, and we kind of learn more about this area, this mm-hmm. village. Yeah. Revival. Uh, so everybody's been picked here to, it's actually somebody put in the, whoever wrote the entertainment weekly recap you kind of wrote a lot of stuff out so thank you yeah thanks thank you thanks for letting us piggyback off your work jessica does oh my god we got, oh because she's got her a thing from uh i don't know if that's either uh from because it's like the harry potter thing with like the cart thing for platform now. i don't know if that's yeah. from either universal or from england which is where i took mine at okay so you're cool jessica dressikosowitz is probably jewish <laughs> anyway but thank you if you're listening uh, so, uh, is like questioning and you're learning about this place. Why are they all there? They've been chosen to genetically improve the human race. Mm-hmm. And, um, the founder PT Westmoreland lives on this like nice house on a hill and he's 170 years old. Yeah. There's a children's book there called the revival story. We all are revival children chosen for a better future when our frail bodies become where our frail bodies become so much stronger and death and aging haunt us no longer. Okay. That's, yeah, that's not suspicious or creepy To at quote all. Charlotte, this place is scary. Yeah. 
How are you feeling about? Very scary. I want your opinions on this place. It's scary. Not on PTOS more, because like, we'll get to them in the next episode. Yeah. Not, uh, the, you know what I mean? No, if it, it's just like a creepy, it's a weird cultish place that like, it's, we, it's, it's the funny, the kind of funny thing about it, like, even though it's like a place that's like steeped and based in, in science, it has those same kind of religious fanatical kind of ways about it mm-hmm. it's like the way people act and the way people talk and the way people are kind of like indoctrinating other people it's like religious cult and even though it's based in science and i think that's kind of funny how like things, i kind of like that i i do like that i really like how you can show that like just the ridiculous and fanatical kind of all comes full circle like you can try to be like if you're too much of one thing you still kind of wrap back around to the other thing yeah that's like my philosophy in life now like if you're an extreme on something i don't really want to be around you and i think you're crazy yeah sorry extreme extreme people like if you're like you need to be like near like either in the middle or like maybe like on the outer edge of the middle but like if you're an extreme i generally do not want to be around you yeah sorry <laughs> if that's mean okay get over it rude is it no. i don't know I, don't care. I, don't care. I love people and i respect your belief but if you're really extreme extreme about something yeah like you know like if you're extreme that the world is flat don't come near me yeah, or even just like a little bit okay with the world is flat because that's. Um, I just listened to a podcast not, on it, not like, not like a real like them believing it. It right. was the last podcast on the left, and it was um, them explaining the history of it and making fun of them because. Okay. Why? Do yeah, they, it's like the weirdest. Why thing. do they exist? Why do they reproduce? Yeah, don't. If you think the world is flat, go read. I a think book. guys are science, and don't read the books talking about the flat because they exist <laughs> anyway. All right, so um, we find after uh, Duffin talks to the little um, Aisha, who I think I think I said it's cancer. Yeah, yes. uh, we see that she does have Casina's therapy, and she puts it in a fridge, so the the therapy is safe. Mm-hmm. The messenger guy who keeps getting creepier by the minute. Yeah, I don't like that guy. That weird old creepy dude. Yeah. At first, I was like, oh, okay, but but he, the the more he's on screen, the more I'm like, um, I didn't like this guy. But he comes into the critic uh, critic clinic and says it's time. And he wants to see you. Yeah. And then they, and then Kasim and Delphine have to say goodbye to each other because she's going on a research trip and we're all just like, but they just got back together. They just got back together. And I know like they've had like their issues, but I think it kind of got to that point where like they, like all of this shit has happened. So, you know, like fuck the issues. We'll deal with it. Let's right. Be exactly. Because like both of them have done some bad things mm-hmm. in life. Um, so Delphine's just kind of saying like, um, the like she, well, she says like she's going to research trip, but while the messenger guy's away, Delphine says like the science is real and it's like nothing I've ever seen before. So it's like clearly something ha- is happening. Right. There's stuff going on that we don't know. But like there's like some good science here. I mean, granted, like clones exist. Yeah. So. So really, who knows at this point? Uh, the entire island is a decades long prolonged study. Mm-hmm. Just it's a one phase in the effort to genetically improve the human race. Mm-hmm. And it's the heart of the illusion. Yes. Um, and gives her Aisha's file, and uh, that Rachel's trying to like ramp everything up. Which is, are you concerned? Um, whenever Rachel's involved, I'm concerned. I mean, Rachel doesn't do much. She gives like a nice speech that yeah. like that was like very reminiscent of like Hunger Games style, and like it was- like literally the call goes out and like everybody rushes, and you're just like. Well, yeah, the, it's creepy when, like, they have, like, a loudspeaker system and, like, a song comes on and it's like, oh, it's a thing, we must go. And you're like, oh, that's weird. That's weird. That's kind of what Rachel does. She just kind of gives a speech and, like, she looks so crazy. She is crazy. And, like, you're kind of, and, like she keeps saying, like, I've changed, I understand what's going on now, and, like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But, like, you're still just kind of, like, something's up. Right. But, um, anyway, back to... 
so Kasim is freaking out. She goes to the um, clinic, mm-hmm. uh, and she wants to like, get the cure to like cure herself. And like I think she wants to do it alone until Sarah comes in because mm-hmm. like Sarah's like I'm not leaving without Kasima. right? But then there's like this whole thing with um, but they talk and uh, like Kasima wants to get cured now because she doesn't actually want to leave. It's not Kasima's going crazy. By the way, she's fine. Yeah, she's okay. She's kind of like, I think there's like, there's clearly something else like going on. With, she's like, trying to science. follow that science. She wants to follow the science. And Sarah's like on the path of like, I just want to get like my kid. I don't care anymore. Yeah. Which like, I like I get. Yeah. So like, I don't like, cause like, I think with her, she's kind of like, she's immune. But she's like, look, we got to cure. Who cares? Right. That's like her thing. Mm-hmm. So like, who, like, who cares about anything else? Let's just like get up. Let's just get us cured. And then whatever but then she's but then it seems like they're never gonna stop like we right. need to find out what's going on and like stop it or even like learn mm-hmm. more about it and sarah's like fine right so then she leaves and then is still gonna like stick the thing in her uterus yeah she's just like all right here we go time and to stick like, a giant out. little uterus and then she's kind of freaking out but then rachel comes in and she's like what are you doing dumbass <laughs> well no she's trying to be all nice about it she's like here let me help you with that i can't do her accent because i'm now i don't know what kind of accent. i don't know what kind of accent you're just doing i know she's got like a british like a posh british accent which Very like posh yeah i, I don't know let me say uh the only thing i'm really good at is like valley girl it's okay which i don't know if i'm able to do this season <laughs> i mean i don't know if i'm able to do this season but besides the point right okay it's like oh darling don't do that let me help you with that was that good that's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, good job. Anyway, so uh, she basically says, like, no, we can help each other. Mm-hmm. We still don't trust Rachel, but she does stick Kasima with the cure, mm-hmm. which we kind of learn later, just kind of like, because we don't 100% know if it's going to work. Right. But, like, it's something, and, like, it kind of gives a hopeful music, and we want Kasima to be cured. We want her to get better. Meanwhile, uh, ending of the episode, Sarah gets to the boat. Mm-hmm. And she got, well, she gets to the boathouse and she's like about to, and like she's getting everything. And you were saying, Caitlin, this is way too easy. It's way too easy. And it was. Spoiler, she gets shot with but, a dart. tranquilizer. Yep. And then Rachel's there and then Sarah passes out. And then that's the end of that episode. Womp womp. How'd you feel? A season opener. Season, it, it certainly was a season opener. Um, I think it was, it was like a solid season opener. It mm-hmm. like nothing was like, whoa, because I think it definitely was still carrying momentum over from the last season. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just kind of just kept going from where it left off. So mm-hmm. that, that was nice to kind of keep up that energy. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like stuff that like really stood out to me, I don't know. I thought it was all pretty like at a steady, steady pace of things. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I'm not sure if it's registered with me that like this is it. Because I'm not sure if I got that feeling yet, like if from the show or just like in general, like this is it, this is the last. Season. I think if like you say to something like this is the heart of everything that we've been doing, because mm-hmm. like season, like the end of season three and season four was kind of like introducing, like this is like the the giant thing, right? And this is like saying this is the heart of the giant thing, right? This is like and the, and you're meeting the man behind the curtain. It's like usually when you get to that point, you're yeah. like, all right, we're ending. Yeah, this is the big thing. Entered the end game, but um, yeah. So I just. It was good energy, good going. So, yep. Yeah. Cool. All right. Do you want to talk about the next episode? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Was that okay? Well, you know, we'll get to it. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, take a quick break, and we'll be talking about uh, season five, episode two, "Clutch of Greed." So before 
we actually uh, get into it, so I was looking up on my phone because I forgot to mention this in the beginning. Uh, Caitlin, there's an orphan black game. Like an oh. app, like a phone app. Like oh, like a phone app game. Yeah, except it costs money, so I didn't buy it. Don't it's buy like it. seven bucks. Is the is was it made by the people? Like not by the people who made the show, but I mean like kind of. Through it's thing, made by it? Boak Rock Digital Inc. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, let me see. What are the reviews? Do people say it's good? It's four point seven out of five. Ooh, not bad. It's a, a dive into a dark and twisted puzzle adventure that retells the pivotal events of War of Black. The game is a turn-based adventure puzzle game based oh, on the okay. hit television series uh, War of Black, which chronicles the mystery surrounding a sestrahood of clones. Ho. Who finds themselves part of a global conspiracy pushing the boundaries of experimental science, technology, and ethics in human cloning. Players guide their favorite clones through a series of challenging puzzles set in the Orphan Black world as they work together to uh, relive elements of the TV show as told through a fever dream. Okay. It looks kind of cool. Huh. I only saw it because apparently, so the actress who plays Charlotte has a YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, does she? Yeah, which uh, if she, I don't think she's listening, but if she is, hi, hey. re- you're really good on the show. If you ever want to like hang out with us, go. Yeah, give us a I think she's probably, she's probably like 15 or something. All right. And she played the game. I didn't really watch it because I was like, oh, I want to play this game. But I'm like, I'm not paying seven bucks. <laughs> so if, hey, Boat Rock Rocker Digital, uh, if you want us to sponsor you, <laughs> just give us the game. I will play it. <laughs> Does it work I, like that? I don't know. I don't know if it works like that. I will contact them saying like, hey, like I'll play the, I will play this game. I will do a Let's Play of this game mm-hmm. and sponsor it if you just give it to me for free because I kind of want to play it. <laughs> you can play as Sarah, Kasima, Allison, Helena, Rachel, Beth, MK, Katya, Tony, Crystal. So they got everybody. Wow. All them clones. Play 10 world. Play 10 worlds with over 80 levels filled with puzzles and traps. Mm-hmm. Beautiful third person as no metric arts. Uh, trigger traps. Okay. There's a lot of stuff. Uh, so the one review. There's six. Well, there's only six ratings, but it's still got like a 4.7. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them says fun game reminiscent of old Tomb Raider puzzle games. Nice. Love how the game follows bits of the actual storyline. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Um, either we'll, maybe somebody will give us an iTunes card as a gift and I will buy the game. I kind of, I do want to play it. It sounds like fun. I just don't want to spend seven bucks. Yeah, we don't have that kind of budget for seven bucks. No. Anyway, episode. Yeah. Season two, episode five, Clutch of Greed. Caitlin, this episode. A lot happened. A lot happened in this episode. Yeah, some good, some not so good. Some ugly. Awesome. So much ugly. So let's, okay, this might go back and forth a bit. I guess. Well, maybe. Uh, so, I, well, I mean, a lot of people are kind of like consolidated a bit. So, um, not much happens. Okay, well, okay, look, actually, I'm going to, because I don't know where exactly I'm starting. Anyway, let's start with the beginning with Sarah and just like, we'll explain what happened yeah. with through her and then we'll go through everybody else. Sounds good. Sarah wakes up in a room at Dyad in different clothes. I don't like that. I it's always terrible to think about, like, oh, man, who had to do that? I don't want to think about it. But then if you, think about it. But, like, if you think about it, like, let's say, like, somebody gets into a car accident, it's, like, a traumatic experience. Like, somebody do has to take off your clothes, but that's kind of because of, like, they need to, like, get to the wound. Yeah, but that's, like, when you get the doctors with the scissors. So like, <laughs> But that's, like, I think also, like, that kind of, like, weirds me out if somebody's, like, a, it kind of weirds me out if, like, you're unconscious, somebody change your clothes. But, like, if you're a doctor and you need to do that, because, mm-hmm. like, you see that sometimes in shows where, like, somebody gets into an accident, they wake up in a hospital, like, a hospital gown. Yeah, well, that makes sense. It makes sense. Then. So that's kind of okay, but it still kind of, like, creeps me out. Yeah. But, so, and uh, she's been bandaged up a bit, so that's good. But she's kind of trying to get out and figure out what's going on. 
Uh, Ferdinand's there. Yay. Don't you love Ferdinand? Ferdinand is such a weird character because like, sometimes I see him, I'm like, oh, I hate this guy. And other times I see him, I'm like, no, wait, I still hate this guy, but sometimes he makes a joke. Well, you hate him now. Yeah, yeah, now I especially hate him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, and so then, like, and they're talking for a bit, and then there's, like, a screen where in the room that Sarah's in, basically, well, Ferdinand has, like, he has orders to keep the clone club and everybody there unharmed. Mm-hmm. And then he queues up, like, all of these, like, videos, and Allison says, like, no, everything's fine, don't worry. And then Art's there, and it's like, hey, like, we need to listen to them, because they kind of have everybody. Yeah. So nothing's good. No, everything is kind of bad right now. I think you can, like, kind of see the, like, okay, like, we're going to, like, play along, but, like, hopefully. Like, that's what I kind of got, like, especially mm-hmm. after, like, you see Kasima and then Sarah and Rachel are talking and Sarah and Rachel is acting way too nice. Yeah. Creepy nice. Yeah, it's, like, one of those things, right, when, like, certain people, when they act nice, they're, like, you know this isn't, like, to be nice. Yeah. You want something. But, um, so Rachel and Sarah talk for a bit and they said that they re-rolled Kira in school because, by the way, Kira's not been going to school. Mm-hmm. Cause so, well, I don't know how long. Cause like, if you look at like the timeline of the show, it's yeah. like not that long. It, no, it isn't. But like, considering like, uh, Helena got impregnated in se- at the end of season two, mm-hmm. and now she's only like like with a six, six, six and a half yeah. months along. Yeah. So the whole the whole show really encapsulates like what like a year. About if you think about it, so like that's that's a lot. That's to messed have. up. That's but like the, and I think that's it, like the worst. Because I think ever. like the only concern would be is like with the kids, because yeah. like they grow up too fast. But then you could I like my theory with that because like. I think, like, because, like, Kira was, like, really tiny in the beginning, and now she kind of, like, you know, isn't because it's, like, been a couple years. Yeah. She kind of looked probably, like, I'm assuming that actress was at least, like, seven or eight when she started the show, but now she's probably, like, 12, and she's still playing, like, an eight-year-old. Right. But I think you could argue that, like, you know, a growth spurt. Right. That can happen. Yeah, that happens. So, also, like, that's not really one of the bigger problems. Right, exactly. Anyway. So, they re-enrolled Kira in school, and then, uh, based, they want her to go through... Um, some extra, like, they want to, hold on. Did you not put the deal in here, Jessica? You're not helping. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jessica. No, she probably did. Because she's, she's, I think she writes all these. And you're very thorough. I'll write a, I'll tweet you. Tweet at you. Um. Basically, they want, they're going to have uh, Kira go to school and then, and then, like, regularly be, like, tested at the dyad. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, it's one of those things, right? Like, what do they want? What are they trying to get at? Yeah. But, like, more importantly, does anybody ask the kid how she feels? Well. The answer is no. Well. Nobody asks this kid. Well, cause I think the philosophy is, like, she's a kid, like. And also, like, do you really, like, if you had a, if you had a daughter, do you really, like, would you, like, let these people do, like, medical tests on her? Perhaps not. Unless she was, like, desperately sick, which she's not. Right, exactly. But, yeah, like, nobody's really talking. Nobody's, like, nobody's asking what Kira wants or to yeah. do. Because mm-hmm. again, she's you know a kid, which creates all the problems in this episode. It does it? So does. But uh, Sarah gets to see Kira, Mrs. S. Also, like to be fair about this, mm-hmm. like considering everything Diane has done, why would you agree? That's true. Like they they've proven time and time again they can't be trusted. Yeah. So like they're just saying like Mrs. S is just, like play along, but like they're everybody's give, like they're giving Sarah the eye, saying like we're we'll figure something out. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody's, like, actually, like, okay with everything. Right. So there's that. So that's kind of the end of um, that. At least, like, for Sarah for the beginning. So um, Allison doesn't do much. They just want her to get in contact with Donnie because then they figure she's with Helena. He's with Helena. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if Allison's, like, super upset about Donnie abandoning her. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Like, would you? I, I mean, you would be, but like, probably you could probably like talk it out and be like, "Hey, like, what, what was I supposed to do?" Right. Exactly. Um. Oh, thank you, Jessica. I'm gonna. I like this because uh, she's not calling her detective anger. She's calling her detective Neo. <laughs> I kind of want to keep that. Nice. I'm literally considering just like emailing her, saying like, "Hey, like, I use your recaps all the time for from Black. Thank you so much. You're awesome." Yeah. <laughs> and maybe send her a link and maybe get a new fan. <laughs> I'd like to say thank you, but it's also about getting your stuff out there. That's what I've learned. Yeah. Anyway, let's it's go- a cruel, cruel world we live in. We yeah. do it at, well, we, we kill with kindness. <laughs> what, right. That's not something. Anyway, uh, you want to talk about Helena? Yeah, let's talk about Helena. We got to see a butt again. We got to see a butt, but that's because she was escaping in a hospital gown uh, because... Spoiler. Yeah. Anyway, so she's at the hospital... Uh, she's, and Donnie's there, and she's kind of, like, recovering mm-hmm. from the surgery to get the stick out. Yeah, but the surgery went well. Surgery went well, but, uh, the stick hit the, uh, amniotic sac and the sternum of one of the babies, mm-hmm. so we're concerned. Yeah. And, uh, Donnie does a good job of everything, pretending to be a husband and pretending Yeah, to- yeah, and <laughs> see, keeping her, like... You know, in under because like, like the guy, because like the one woman, the one doctor comes in and says like she's like a it was like a neo neonatal specialist, or neonatal whatever. specialist, and he and she's like what? She's like neo, no, not that neo. Not, well, maybe not that neo. Maybe who knows? Who knows? Actually, anyway, so then they do like a ultrasound to check on the injury, and guys, guess what? <laughs> the injury's gone. The baby's fine. Strange. How that could be. Are you surprised? Like, really? No, no. not Like, wouldn't you, like, obviously, because it makes, like, total sense. Like, Kira is basically indestructible. Right. So, why wouldn't these babies be indestructible as well? Like, right. it makes perfect sense, actually. Yeah, I'm, I do. I'm, I, I'm I, I do remember watching it, though. I did, I, like, totally, like, blew that from my mind. Mm-hmm. So, then they said, I'm like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. Why didn't I think about that? Mm-hmm. So, that makes perfect sense. And then, but the doctors are puzzled. So, that's not good. And so Helena's concerned because she's like, okay, now they're going to want to find me. I need to hide. Right. They're going to want to, like, experiment and stuff and do, like, weird science stuff. Yeah. So um, she tells Donnie uh, where she's going to go and basically says, like, I forget. I don't know if it says it in here. Uh, I don't think so. Anyway. But, like, it says, like, you need to swear to me that, like, you will not tell anybody where I am except for Sarah. Mm-hmm. And so tells her. And then Donnie... Uh, the police want to talk to him about, like, what happened. Mm-hmm. Or maybe police and the illusion. Who yeah, do, you know? we, we really don't know because we can't trust anyone. Except for Art. Except for Art, who's in a bad situation. Oh, poor baby. Uh, buddy. But anyway, so then uh, the doctor comes in and wants to, like, take some of the something. Mm-hmm. I forget what they wanted to do. It was, yeah, a lot of uh, science words that I don't know the answer to. Yeah. But anyway, so like they say they want to do it to check for infection, but then Elena's like, you can also check DNA stuff, can't you? Mm-hmm. So like we're not really sure. But anyway, uh, Helena takes a giant needle and just like sticks it through the doctor's cheek, like through the cheek, yeah. through there, through the other cheek. Oh, yeah. I think it stuck her to the bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. That was brutal. Yeah, not just punctured one, you know, piece of skin. Just go all the way through. Just all the way through. That was nasty. Don't worry. That's the most brutal thing you're going to see this episode, isn't it, Kaylin? Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. That. Yep. Totally prepared me for what I was going to see later. Donnie and Helena escaped. Not together, but they escaped. Yeah. They get out of there. And, oh, and uh, Helena told Donnie her secret place. Yes, right? I said yeah. that. You said that? Yeah. I, I said, you said you can't tell anybody except for... Sarah. Yes. 
Um, so let's talk about Casino for a bit. Casino's bit was actually very interesting. Yeah, that was interesting. So, uh, Kasima's with Charlotte, which I didn't mention, like, why didn't we bring Charlotte home? We probably could have, like, mm-hmm. I mean, granted, like, the only thing I'm thinking is that, like, she's pretty sick and we should probably, like, cure her. But they want to, like, obviously, like, uh, I didn't mention, they, I mentioned it a little bit, but, like, they're doing this as, like, a trial. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to, like, start, like, curing probably, like, Rachel or Charlotte until, like, they know that this works. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, they start out with a meal. And uh, Charlotte, like, sees, like, these, like, they have, like, these vitamins, and she's like, yeah, everybody takes them. And I'm like, don't take them. Don't take the vitamins. They don't take the vitamins. Good. Yeah, they got the right idea there. I mean, worse, I mean, it might be, it'd be funny if they were just, like, gummy, if they were gummy vitamins, though, I'd be like, ow. Like Flintstone. Oh. <laughs> I want, I need, I'm fine on, like, vitamin levels, but, like, if, uh, but, like, and I, but I would probably take gummy vitamins. My biggest problem is that I just want to eat the whole thing, and then I probably die of an overdose. Yeah, that's bad. Can you die of an overdose on gummy vitamins? <laughs> Uh, you can make yourself really sick on them, but I'm not sure if you can, like, die, die. But who knows? Nobody's ever tried it before. You could be the first. I don't want to. <laughs> they're just, like, they taste so delicious. Uh-huh. I also got, like, these, like, fiber gummies, mm-hmm. and they're really good. But, like, I, I try to not eat them that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then Kasima also meets uh, Aisha, the little cancer girl. Mm-hmm. And um, the man, P.T. Westmoreland, actually examined her and said she has woman's has a woman's tutor. Tumor? Tutor. Oh, yeah, a Wilms. 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 Which, um, and thank you again, Jessica. It's a type of cancer that starts in the kidneys and primarily affects children. Ah, it sucks. Yes. But, uh, so they're talking and then Mud comes back up with the messenger and says to Kasima, it's time for you to meet Mr. Westmoreland. And we go to his house. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the house? I was, uh, well, it's like old timey. Like everything in there is very reminiscent of like 1910. Like, minus, honestly, for me, like... 1910, in that area. My, for me, minus, like, all the taxidermy stuff, because I hate taxidermy. I yeah. really like that, like, aesthetic and, like, decorating. Yeah. It's kind of a thing. Like, if I ever have a house, I might want to, like, set it up like that, because it's just so pretty to me. Just, like, that's, like, the study feel. Yeah. And there's some, there is some, like, weird stuff. I think, like, the one thing that we were kind of laughing at, there's a picture of Westmoreland and Arthur Conan Doyle. Just because. With a tortoise. Yeah. Which apparently belonged to Charles Darwin. Yeah, from the Galapagos. Um, and then we meet, we actually meet P.T. Westmoreland. Yeah. Were you surprised? I was surprised because I thought he was going to be a wrinkly old man. But like, not like, just like, he was an old man. Like, he looked like he was, you know, like 70. But oh, I thought he was going to be like Dumbledore. I, no, no, not even that. I was expecting like, uh, uh, what's a good reference here? Um, nothing I can think of off the top of my head. But like, literally like dude in like a wheelchair who's like so, like only just like a wrinkle, like a just a giant wrinkle and like with like a long beard kind of thing. Like one of those So guys. Dumbledore. No, but like Dumbledore is still like up and walking around. I'm talking about like decrepit. I'm talking about like, like a guy who looks 170. Like if you just like aged a normal person to 170 and look mm-hmm. how like old wrinkly liver spotty and all just kind of like nasty. Like that's here's, what you look like. like here's my, like, here's very the, tiny, like half the size of a normal. Here's know. my problem with that though. If you had all the science, why wouldn't you make yourself look younger? I'm not saying, uh, well, it didn't say, you know, they never like, oh yeah, he like stays young. He just like is keep on living. So like, you know, you don't know if he's just like, just keep pushing, just keep aging normally, but just, you know, make it able to go longer or if he's staying young. So we didn't know that going into yeah, that. I, it was like, and we keep mentioning the fountain, the fountain of youth. Like he, I would say probably he looks at least like 60 or 70. Yeah. He's like in his seventies. Yeah. Um, 
We okay. So I kind of want to ask you, like PT Westmoreland, like first thoughts. Uh, anything that like everything that's been said about him. What are your thoughts? I mean, like I don't trust him. Well, duh. At all. Like he's a bad dude. But like, but like he was like very charming. Yeah. And so he's like a charming guy. I like it. Like I don't like. Him. You know what I mean? Like I don't like him. Mm-hmm. But I like him. Yeah, I don't like what he's about. But he's very charming. He was very charming. And yeah. so which, but, but that makes it scarier, right? Yeah. That, like, when it's not, like, somebody that you know is your enemy and, like, they're very, like, intimidating and threatening, you, you like, expect that. But when they're, like, unexpectedly charming, you're, like, you have to watch out for that. So yeah. it almost makes it scarier, which is kind of I also, funny. like, I really like the way he looked because it's, like, it's kind because he was, like, very, like, sort of, like, Victorian kind of looked and dressed. Yeah. Like, very, like, gothic Victor- Victorian, which I feel, like, makes sense if you want to, like, establish that, like, he's been alive since, like, the 1800s or, right. like, the late 1800s. So, like, but, like, everything that you've heard about him, do you believe any of it? As, like as far as what like any like the, like everything that like everybody's met all of this like stuff is going on his age do you believe any of it i mean who knows i mean it's one of those things like why not right with all the other stuff that goes on in the show I'm like, like why not why not uh, so he could totally be 170 they could but uh so Pisima meets him and they have a conversation about like giving your full access to the village labs and to work on like hearing everybody mm-hmm and but he wants her to like he was kind of saying like you can remain on and continue and continue with the science which like Kasim was kind of interested in and right. he's and he is charming yeah yeah I'm trying to remember the actor's name it's like Stephen McHattie okay I I I was like trying to see if I knew him from anything else yeah Stephen McHattie which is a good name mm-hmm. yeah and he's like uh yeah I don't think I've seen him anything else he was oh he was uh he was on Watchmen. If that helps okay. anybody, he's been in. Like, I think he's like small parts in like movies. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, and I think he's in like I think he's Canadian, so like a lot of Canadian stuff. So yeah, mm-hmm. like a, oh, there's like a lot of stuff. So so yeah, that's him. Anyway, uh, Rachel's okay. Rachel's crazy. Yeah, but she's always crazy. But she's kind of like like she's not. She's like it's kind of like more like just I, I dislike this crazy more because like before at least like. She was kind of honest about like what she wanted of being crazy, and right. now she's, she's kind of like everything's fine and smiling, right? And like she's making Ferdinand upset because she doesn't need to like hit him anymore, and he's like, "But I liked it when you hit me." Yeah, he's into that. Yeah, I like this. I forgot this line uh, when Sarah and Rachel were talking, and like off- Rachel offering a deal, and Sarah's like, "Shove it up your bleached ass." <laughs> that was good. That was a good line. Uh, do you want to get to some of the meat? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get meaty. Let's get All Mr. Right, meaty. All right, so it's time. So they're, so like we said, Mrs. S and Sarah and Felix are kind of like, we're not actually going to go along with this because mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. But we just need to like be, we need to behave and we need to like, because like people are watching us. Mm-hmm. So we're going to figure out a plan and like they know ways to get out without people following them. Right. And uh, they get in contact with MK, who's actually uh, sneaks into Felix's house. Mm-hmm. And as we know, I don't know why they weren't, they're not tracking Felix's house. Yeah, I don't know why. Everyone always stays at his place. I guess they figured that, like, they knew where Felix was, so like, no, and nobody else was there. Uh-huh. But, like, guys, like, you probably should have tracked the house. Seriously? Yeah, exactly. So they want to figure out a plan. MK says, like, she knows people. Let me, like, get Kira and Sarah out. Mm-hmm. And if they do that, then they're not going to be able to come back. Right. Which, like, I don't think it's 100% true. I think it's, like, they destroy the illusion. They could probably come back. Mm-hmm. So that's, so they're going to, so that's their plan. So the, well, the, that's the MK's setup and whole thing. And it looks like MK's getting a bit worse, like, sick-wise. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. But they're like, we can still cure you. Like, right. Yeah. Like, it's not, she's not out of it yet. Well, anyway. Womp. So we have a plan. So Sarah's going to, the well, originally Rachel was supposed to pick up Kira to take her to diet for mm-hmm. experimental stuff. Mm-hmm. Gross. But uh, Sarah dresses up as Rachel and picks her up early so that they can, like, leave. Right. And there's, like, a whole ruse, and you're just like, oh, no, what's going to happen? Because mm-hmm. Rachel gets there, and it's kind of like, I thought you picked her up. Oh, no. Yep. There's, Realization. Like, so there's some Scooby-Doo stuff that goes on. <laughs> That's a good way of describing that. It is very Scooby-Doo-esque. And then they get to the car, and uh, Felix is trying also to get MK, and uh, finds that MK didn't leave his apartment, and Sarah's like, okay, like you guys go to the meetup. I'm going to go get MK, take her back. We're, we're fine. Right. So they're going to do that. But MK's kind of like doesn't really want to go and she's just like tired and she might she didn't like she looked bad, but it might have been like a thing where it's kind of just like I I don't think I'm gonna make it. I'm done. Right. So yeah. she's like, let me help you. Let me like I'll disguise myself as Rachel and like like with your stuff and you get like, you just go and get Kira out of here. I'm gonna stay. Mm-hmm. They do that. And that was like, did you get a feeling something was bad was gonna happen to MK as that goodbye was going? Oh yeah. Like Oh yeah. Like, like that was like you're like, all right. This isn't, this isn't going well. This isn't, there's no way this has a, a positive ending. Yeah. So, but did you think it was going to be like death or like kidnapped? Uh, I kind of thought it was going to be death. Yeah. Yeah. Just cause. So anyway, so then Sarah just like bolts and gets out. Ferdinand followed them and like Rachel didn't even know this. Mm-hmm. And, but like Ferdinand's a bit going cuckoo bananas. It's a good way of describing that. He's all upset just cause like he doesn't have, he doesn't have his dominant anymore. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so Ferdinand goes crazy on MK, and they're fighting. And meanwhile, it's, like, cutting back to, like, Kira and, like, kind of wanting to know what's going on. And then, like, and, like, because Kira's, like, finally, like, again, like, nobody talked to Kira. Right. And then finally, Ferdinand's, like, I can finish Helsinki. And then just, like, crushes MK's chest. Like, yeah. it's like a brutal death. It's, that's so rough. Cause he just, yeah. Cause he just has his foot and he just stomps on her repeatedly. Yeah. Like, oh my God. That was like really We're expecting brutal. that kind of, like, where he's at least like a gunshot, honestly. That's kind of like what I was expecting, maybe, possibly. But like, that was that, that, rough. That definitely was not like a fun death or like a quick no. death. No, that was brutal and unceremonious. Yep. And, uh, and he said like, it's like kind of like two revenges in one cause he's also really mad at Rachel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So He's, yeah, he was taking it out, and there's like blood, and she's just like she's dead, and it's kind of like Ugh. yeah. And then like you hear Kira crying, and she's like MK's dead. I can't feel her anymore, and you're just like, all right, what's going on with this kid? Well, like it's that weird psychic child. Yes. Well, like it's interesting because like she doesn't like know how MK died. She's just kind of like I yeah. can't feel her anymore. She has to be dead. Right. And then finally, like Kira just yells out, "No, I want to know what's wrong with me," and I'm just like, "Poor baby." She yeah, exactly. Like nobody just asked this child. And then, like, but her mom just, like, wants to go, and, like, you kind of get Sarah's side. It's just kind of like, I just want to make sure you're safe. Right. And then, finally, like, Kira's, like, runs off, and again, it's like, I just want to know what's wrong with me. And, every and like, Mrs. S. and Felix are kind of like, I think we should listen to Kira. Yeah, they're like, okay, maybe we should, like, pay attention to what the child wants. She's like, oh, you know, no shit. And Sarah's still kind of like, oh, like, I don't, like, she, like, knows that she probably should, but, like, a lot's, a lot's happening, guys. Right. A lot's going on. Yeah. And I remember, like, listening to this, and I thought it was a thing, like, I didn't really like a sign that Mrs. S said, like, because I originally, because I know the line is, like, you heard her. Right. Like, but I thought she said, like, when I first saw the episode, I thought she said, you hurt her. That's what I, that's what I heard. But I think it's heard, because, like, hurt doesn't really make sense, because, like, A, like, she didn't, and B, it kind of just, like, it doesn't even feel like Mrs. S would say, because, like, I'm like, you're all in on this. 
Right. So I think heard is what she actually said. Okay. And that's kind of, and like you can see her in everybody's face that so like they're in on this until they say MK's dead. Right. Until Kira says that. And then everybody kind of, except for Sarah, mm-hmm. kind of like switches. Mm-hmm. So then uh, Kira goes to Dyad and get, because she wants, like again, to be, use the experiment thing. Because mm-hmm. she wants to know. Right. And it's kind of so mad at her mom. Mm-hmm. You know? So yeah. it's not, so that wasn't that much fun. No, it really wasn't a good. We got a dead clone. Time at all? Yeah. What's up with that? Um, but before this episode ends, uh, Mrs. S gets a knock on her door, mm-hmm. and uh, it's Delphine. Yeah, who just like shows up there? She's like, "Oh, hey, by the way, here I'm here. Nobody can know I'm here." Nope. And uh, I think we're gonna be in communications, and that kind of thing. So let's find that out. Ooh. Uh, so apparently, I'm not sure. If, hmm. I guess I I didn't actually notice this. I don't know if you this, but like the scene in the loft with uh, Sarah and MK, uh, according to this, at least it was like a sing- I think it was like a single take. Mm-hmm. Did, I forget. Did it look like a single take? I really was. I was kind of so focused. I wasn't paying attention. Wait, which scene was this? Sorry, the scene with uh, MK and Sarah. Yeah. Oh, really? I th- I don't know if it was like a full first take or single take, like the whole thing. Okay. It says single take. Go back and watch it again. I watched it no less than five times. It's mind blowing. Oh, man. I might actually... I won't actually go through the whole thing, but... Uh, yeah, I think it is a whole single... I think it is a single take. Mm-hmm. Like, the way that, like, the... Ca- like, I was, like, just looking through the clips and, like, the way the camera was moving. Yeah. I can look at it later and, like, confirm it. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. But I think it I think it was a single take, which I don't... How do you do that with, like, the act... The, 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 how? That's a really good question. God, this show's cool. so... It's so good. That's cool. That's good. Uh, but uh, that's the end of the episode. Caitlin, how are you doing? Uh, well, like, um, somebody died today, Dara. Yes. Somebody died. A clone died. Yeah, what's up with that? That And it was bone crushing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um. Were you expecting that? Like, I mean, like, as, like, the episode progressed, we're, like, I mean, and also, like, if you expect, like, final season, like, you gotta up the ranks a bit, so we're, like, are we expect like... I guess this is a question like how many pe- how many of our cats are you expecting to die in this season? Are you not sure? Uh, I don't I more than I'm willing to cope with. Okay. I know it's gonna it's gotta happen, right? Because mm. that's just the nature of this show, but also I don't want well, to. Well the nature I think it's the nature of television in general now, especially like really dramatic stuff. That's true. That's true. Like 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 if you're going in if you're like like the way that like you say like this shit is real, yeah, you gotta kill people off. But also that feels kind of cheap. No, it's it's one of those things that like it's an easy way to like build drama, right? It's mm-hmm. like an easy way to say like it's always really kind of objectively sad when like somebody like a good character dies um but like you have to do it in a way that like that makes sense and i think this made sense it did well like it was one of those things where it was the interesting thing about like this death was like it was it was very preventable on like multiple fronts yeah and so like that's always what makes me mad that i mean it it builds good drama in a show especially when it's preventable and like it draws emotion from you from you being like they didn't have to do it that way it didn't have to be like this because what if you change this thing or change this thing um but, like, yeah, it was definitely, like, it was funny, like, how, not funny, but it was just, yeah, it was kind of funny how preventable this this character death was. Because you're like, oh, if, if this would have happened, or if you actually, like, listened to this person, or you did this, or did that. So, uh, yeah, so it's a real bummer. Cause, yeah, well, RIP, MK. Yeah. But, uh, character to lose. I guess it's, like, also this kind of thing with television, like, if, because I think, like, with some people, like, if you, like, set, if you need to, like, set up the thing as real, and you just, like, severely injure somebody. Yeah. 
that kind of feels like a cop out. It's like, why didn't you just kill them off? But then if you do kill them off, people say, it's, I don't know, there's not really a great middle ground. Right. I think it's right. just, I think for me, it's kind of like writing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to do it. You got to do it properly. Yeah. Or if it's like in the material, if it's like based off of something, if it's in the material, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. But uh, so, yeah. So, beginning of season five, what, do you, what are your thoughts? What are your feels? I mean, I'm ready, man. I'm not ready, but I am ready. Like, like I'm ready to just keep going through this thing. I'm, I'm curious what they're going to pull out. But, you know, it seems like there's a lot they're keeping from us right now. And so when that comes to late, it's going to be really, it's going to make things Do, do you have any, like, fun. theories or concerns? Um, I do not have any theory. It's really interesting because whenever I think about the show, I never seem to have any theories for it. Like, what's going to happen? Is it because, um, like, the, you probably did and then, like, it just goes in different directions and you're like, yeah, eh. Yeah, I think... I think it's this is one of those shows where the way it goes, I'm usually pretty satisfied with. So I don't feel like I have to like constantly like, like what if they did this or what if they did this or maybe it's going to go this way. Like I feel like I don't have to solve things. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I don't have to solve things. I'm just kind of there for the ride. Okay. All right. Well, uh, next time we're gonna do. Want to do a co- what do you want to do? A comic corner? I don't. <laughs> it's been so long since we've done this. I, I know. I know feel bad for like. I don't want to say like, hey guys, like leave us more comments, but I, but like we haven't really been doing much. Like we had. Yeah, and a lot of the the, the comments I think we have got recently are not on. They're um, like on the avatar stuff, which people yeah. can still like that one video that we keep saying and like giving us your theories, which like we like your theories. But I love reading those. I love reading those so maybe much. Maybe we'll do it like a random episode where like we talk about that a bit more. Yeah. Um, Especially considering that live action show that's coming out. Oh, man. I can go in a whole video about that, um, which I keep saying I'm going to do and then I don't. Um, I just like my thing about it, which is why you're just repeating a show and not making a new one. Right. Yeah. A lot of people say that. That's um, my only, that's my really only concern. But yeah, we could probably have a whole video about talking just about that new Avatar series that's coming to Netflix. And if you haven't heard about that, uh, stay tuned because maybe we'll talk about that. Not on this, sh- uh, not on this particular podcast, but, uh, but yeah, I don't really... Yeah, I don't, I don't really have any comments to read. All right. Today. Well, we're getting back into the swing of thing, guys. We're going to try some new stuff, so hopefully we'll get more comments in. And uh, probably, uh, if you're listening to this now, we probably already recorded the next two episodes, so we probably won't be having much comments in those. But uh, stay tuned for the finale of Black Woman, like those two episodes. Yeah. Which we'll definitely have some comments on. Yeah. Yeah, which we're looking forward to hearing what you think on this all right well uh thank you guys Mm -hmm. for listening to this episode of first reaction fan reaction uh if you like it please uh subscribe and leave a comment Mm -hmm. and um so again like leave a comment and subscribe uh we were at 370 but i think just like due to lack of not having a lot of stuff up we kind of went down a bit but we're really we're like almost 30 away from 400 yeah so, guys, like, bring it up. Maybe by the end of the year we'll have 400 or maybe Ooh. even more. Who knows? That would be really swell. That would be really nice. Maybe we'll get more once we reveal our next series, which we'll probably end up doing before the end of the year. Yes. Which is awesome. And uh, leave a comment, and we will read it on the show because that's awesome. And also turn on notifications just to play it safe and like the video. Uh, we are on iTunes under Witty Clothes Productions for the podcast thing. So... Uh, you can rate and subscribe and review us there, please and thank you. I don't think there's any iTunes reviews recently. No, I haven't checked, but probably not. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash wittyclothes. Uh, like us there, leave a comment on the video. There's, we usually post that. We post stuff up there for the most part, unless, you, unless I forget. Right. But I do. We're, we're only human. We're on Twitter at wittyclothes. Uh, tweet at us, follow us, blah, blah, blah. Great. We do have a Patreon, which you're probably going to need to ban, but if you guys want to donate some money so that we can spend more time on this stuff, please do so. That would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will probably fix up the Patreon goals. Not the goals, but like the perks you get once we have enough people to right. do them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really... 
Eh, whatever. Uh, email, uh, you can email us questions, concerns, whatever, at wittyclothes at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's the end of this episode. Uh, next time we'll be discussing Orphan Black, season five, episode three, Beneath Her Heart. And episode four, let the children and the childbearers toll. Let the bodies or hit toil. the floor. Sorry. Let the bodies hit the floor. All right. Yeah. So for this episode, I'm Dara Whitman. And I'm Kim Peace. Peace.